Hello and welcome to the Holistic Honey Podcast, an expansive and soulful space for real talk on all things self and soul development, holistic wellness and healing, mindset and modern spirituality. I'm your host, Lauren Cortazo, a holistic counselor and an empowerment and mindfulness coach. I'm here to help you get to know yourself more deeply, move through mindset and energetic blocks, and bridge the gap between where you are and where you want to be. This podcast is for the deep thinkers and soul searchers who are ready to break cycles, make positive changes, and embody a happier, confident, and more balanced state of being. Stick around for a no-BS approach to self-development, along with impactful, real, and hilarious chats with amazing professionals and friends in the industry. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Holistic Honey podcast. I am so happy you were here. Wherever this episode finds you, I hope it finds you well and you are having a beautiful day so far. I am just getting some restful night's sleep. So there's been a little bit of a gap between my podcast. So the last one was in April. We are now in May. I had really fucking intensive, invasive tonsil surgery. So I'll get into it in another episode because I really can't be bothered now. I'm just so happy to be breathing properly and sleeping properly. But essentially, I feel like I've just been a little bit of a walking zombie when it comes to just getting proper sleep and feeling fully recharged. And, you know, your girl wasn't getting her REM sleep. So I had nose surgery the start of, when was it, like 2019 or 2020, Um, and the last piece of the puzzle was to get my tonsils out. So the tonsils came out, they had to do some other hectic shit with like cutting into the roof of my mouth, opening up my airways, super grim. So, you know, she's been forced to rest, she's been forced to just really look after herself, which has actually been really, really nice. Um... And prior to this surgery, the previous episode was about burnout. And I feel like it just came at a really beautiful time. And I had so much positive feedback about that episode and so many people being like, I feel personally attacked. (laughs) I feel like you were speaking directly to me. And a lot of it, you know, came from the inspiration came from the conversations I was having in my client sessions, but also my own cycles of burnout. So it was really interesting, the timing of this surgery that I had a couple of weeks back, because I feel like my body was really calling out for me to just pipe the fuck down a little bit. Um, And that's exactly what I had to do. So I would love to hear from you how you felt about the burnout podcast. And it's something I've been speaking about a lot on my social media And there's a post I want to read out. I posted something around burnout myths to unlearn. (laughs) And I want to just read out, I guess, something I posted the other day that I think really hit different. And it's about, I guess, the ways that in while we're trying to reconnect back to ourselves, we can often do the opposite and reach for things that are so far out of ourselves. And I promise this is going to tie into today's episode. (laughs) So essentially, like I put it out there and said, okay, so 
you're burnt out and you want to feel better, but you're adding shit to your to-do list constantly. You're avoiding your body's cries for rest and downtime and recharge. You keep distracting yourself and numbing out with screen time, food, wine, and delving into other people's lives instead of turning inwards. You're bypassing uncomfortable thoughts, feelings, emotions, because you're scared to sit with yourself. You keep bitching to your bestie and your partner about how stressed and drained you are, but you're not doing anything differently. And you keep diving deeper into the hustle and grind culture, hoping you'll magically feel your best self again. So I posted this and I went into more detail around, you know, moving through discomfort and stagnancy and wanting to actually genuinely become more connected to yourself. You know, it doesn't require us to do more. And I think this is where a lot of people get stuck. And this is why I'm so excited for the topic we're diving into today because it is a huge element of connection to self and understanding ourselves and our cycles that not many people may have considered, or it might be new to some people. So moving through discomfort, stagnancy, it requires us to really embrace less doing and start to lean in more to being and feeling, which is obviously more the feminine energy as opposed to the masculine energy of doing, hustling, grinding, getting shit done. So it's really about starting to think different and try different things so you can start to actually feel different. And the further external from ourselves we reach in hopes that we'll be relieved from our burnout, you know, holidays, TV shows, relationships, overworking, shopping, substances, whatever those distractions are, the further we get um, and the longer we prolong the actual reconnection back to ourselves. So Before we jump into today's episode, I just want to highlight that in two weeks from now, we are kicking off the TuneIn project. So this is a four-week journey. It is going to be very intimate, and it is really around getting you out of your rut, starting to highlight what is actually keeping you stuck, and it is going to be you leaning into and embracing new and empowering and proven practical tips, practices, and tools that are actually going to help you move through these periods of stagnancy or disconnection or burnout into a space where you actually are feeling grounded, mindful, and connected. It is going to be fucking incredible. I think it's really important to remember that when we do notice ourselves in those periods of feeling further away from ourselves, this is always an invitation to turn inwards and tune in. Your body, your mind, and your soul is full of wisdom waiting to be acknowledged, unlocked, prioritized, and harmonized. So this is exactly what we're going to go through in the Tune In Project. It is commencing in a few weeks. I will leave the details in the show notes. But I really think you should get your cute little behind inside because you are going to leave these the end of these four weeks a different version of yourself, a version of yourself that is more equipped with tools and practices and just insights into what's keeping you stuck, what needs to go, what do we need to release and cleanse and clear so we actually can step into the new chapter. There's a lot of energy, especially around the, the start of the new month new energy, new beginnings that we want to grasp onto. But if we keep doing the same shit, then the same outcomes are going to keep coming. So this brings me into today's episode. I'm so excited for this topic. This is something I've wanted to um, talk about and put on my podcast for 
a while now. Um, And this is something that is going to be a huge element for us females if you're actually wanting to start to genuinely understand your patterns, your cycles, and get to know yourself more. And this is understanding literally our cycle, our period, um, our menstrual cycle. And I'm speaking today with the beautiful Gemma, who is a period and menstrual cycle coach. The conversation we have is epic. And along with what you are going to learn in the Tune In Project, this is just an added element of like, if you can start to lean into cycle awareness and understanding where you're at in your cycle, why we are the way we are, and we actually become curious, we dig deeper, we don't just avoid, you are seriously going to be on your way to being a very connected, mindful, grounded, and just all around bad bitch, to be honest with you. (laughs) So let's get into it. Gemma, hello, welcome, welcome. How are you feeling? Good, happy to be here. Thank you so much for joining and I'm so, so stoked to have you on and talking about what we're going to talk about, I feel like it's going to be an absolute game changer for a lot of people listening. Um, So I think we just jump into it. Let's let's get deep. Let's get juicy. Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) So Gemma, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do as a period and cycle syncing coach. Absolutely. So I have been a period and cycle syncing coach for about two years now. I I came to it from my own life experience. Um, Basically, my whole life I had really bad period pain. I never thought anything of it. I just thought that it was normal. I had different flavors of PMS throughout my teenage years, my 20s, and even my 30s. And it wasn't until I had a really bad experience with hormonal birth control that I got on the internet and I started looking for non-hormonal birth control options. And that's when I found women shouting from the rooftops that period pain is common, but it's not normal. And if you could see the steam coming out of my ears the first time I read that, like, or it it lit a fire inside me. Like I was, I was really angry for quite a long time because like maybe most of your listeners, I thought it was normal. And I had... I've since done the calculations and I've spent at least 200 days of my life in period pain. Wow. And did I say 200? 500? 500. No, I'm going to say, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Not as bad as I thought. 500, ouch, yes. Yeah, and that's like, like a really conservative estimate. And it just, you know, it was it just was this experience in my life that I thought was normal and it's really not. And as I dove down the rabbit hole to fix it myself, um, my life changed. And not only because I got days back of my life, but because I also, like, didn't have to deal with PMS symptoms anymore and my relationships got better and things that I didn't think annoyed me, like the couple of pimples that would show up on my chin every month, they went away and I didn't have to deal with them anymore. And I felt more confident and it just, it's changed my life. And it sounds so simple, but it's like, it's helped me connect to myself and be more aware of how I live my life. Mm. I think the thing that one of the other things that I read in the beginning was that your period is a report card of your overall health. 
And while I don't like saying report card because I'm not American and it doesn't really connect, it is true that how the symptoms that show up for you at that time of the month are a reflection of what's going on inside your body. And it's not something that we need to take for granted. It's not something that we need to listen to our doctors when we go to them and get tests and then they come back and they say, everything's fine, you're fine, it looks normal, but you feel mm. terrible for yeah. a couple of weeks out of the month. Um, it's, not, it's not something that we have to deal with, um, even though the prevailing narrative is that it's normal, let's all take a breath, it's not normal and there are things that you can do to support your body to not feel like this anymore so that's my long way of saying that I yeah I, I fixed it for myself mm. I was like oh my god everybody needs to know this everybody needs to know that you don't have to waste so much time you don't have to feel crazy every every time your period comes around um and then I went to study so that I could have a container to help people um mm to to relieve period pain free um, and to also start living in sync with our cycles which is like the it's like the the secret to living continuously period pain free awesome. yeah and you know what it's I find the work you do so interesting and I never had heard of like a period coach or anything probably up until I jumped into the coaching space myself and I had a friend who became a period and cycle mentor and coach. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, what, what do you mean? And at this point I was really disconnected from my cycle. And I guess I want to highlight that, like, I've noticed that a lot of women are, and you start to like dig deeper into like, even just like around the time we start getting our periods and what the narratives have been and how little education there has been around it. Like I remember there being maybe like sex ed at the end of like grade six and they gave you your little like, you know, pads and stuff in a in a little pack or whatever. And then you're kind of just like, all right, cool. So like, you know, once a month I'm going to feel mental and, you know, really uncomfortable or whatever. And then we get over it and we rinse and repeat. Um, but I find it really interesting that how you said, you know, understanding it, it helps you genuinely deepen the connection with yourself and understand yourself. So talk to me a little bit about how cycle awareness actually can connect you back to self. Oh, yes. So I will, so I didn't go to sex ed in grade six. I said, mom, I don't want to go. And she's like, you don't have to go. Like, I'm not one of these people who, like, always loved their period and was really excited to get it. Like, that was not me. I hid it from my friends when I first got it. Like, it's a lot of shame I've noticed. Yeah. I think I was, yeah, like, everything from hiding your tampons and your pads up your sleeve to, like, especially in, like, school when you know, there's all the toilets and there's all the cubicles and you're trying to change your pad and trying to do it so no one can hear. <laughs> like, it's just there's so much shame around it and that's just because that's how we have been but the narrative is changing period coaching is a thing there are heaps of us now um and it really can change the way you connect to your body so basically our menstrual cycle, it's not just our period. Our menstrual cycle is the entire month long 
um, cycle that we go through where our hormones go up and down and that's completely normal. And then we have this point where we bleed, we have our period. And when you start to understand there's four different phases of the cycle and you will feel different in the different phases because of the different hormones that are dominant in these phases. This is when you can start to lean into what your body is actually doing instead of pushing against it. Oh, yeah. So we've grown up in a world that is basically Monday to Friday, like every day is the same, right? If you go to school, everything's the same. Nine to five work, everything's the same. Um, we just live in a world where growth and pushing through things and, and, and dominating and getting stuff done, like that's that's where the value is. But actually, such masculine energy. And so we don't even know that actually within us, there is a feminine energy cycle. So the masculine energy cycle is the circadian rhythm. It's it's this biological rhythm that follows the sun. Sun comes up, we have lots of energy. Sun goes down, we go to sleep, we rest. We all understand this. We all understand that when we don't sleep well at night, we're not going to feel good the next day. We'll probably crave caffeine and sugar to get us through. That's like, we get that. But when it comes to our feminine energy cycle, we don't understand it at all because it wasn't taught to us. Our mothers didn't know it. Our grandmothers didn't know it. It's nobody's fault. It's just where we have been. But now, thanks to the internet, we have the opportunity to tap into this energy cycle for ourselves. So this biological energy cycle, it's called our infradian rhythm, and it describes a biological rhythm that's longer than a day. So that is our menstrual cycle, and it's also the moon cycle. The moon cycle is an infradian rhythm. Now, back in the day before artificial lights and when we were living off the land, most of us would have been actually in sync with the moon. We either would have bled or ovulated on the full moon. And by the way, if if that's something that is really interesting to you, you can actually sync your menstrual cycle to the moon. So this, our menstrual cycle, our biological infradian rhythm, it goes for a month. And if you don't rest when your body is inviting you to rest, you're not going to feel good on the other side of that cycle. Mm. So just like when your body is inviting you to rest, when the sun goes down, your melatonin rises, your body says, okay, it's time to go to sleep. Same thing kind of happens with our menstrual cycle. At the start of our menstrual cycle, in our menstrual phase, our hormones are actually at their very lowest. And this is our body inviting us to rest. Now, as we bleed, that's going to happen anywhere between three and seven days. Once that ends, our estrogen starts to rise. And this is when we get a little bit of energy. Mm. And that goes for about, I don't know, maybe another week again. Well, not again. I should have a caveat and just to say everybody's body is different. Um, your normal is your normal. They're kind of our normal parameters, but um, understanding what your body does and and just knowing that you don't have to be have this picture-perfect cycle in order for you to feel good, in order for your hormones to be working um, inside this range. So don't stress if you don't have like a 28-day cycle that people talk about, that's a-okay. Let's go back to because my body is literally not trying to 
normalize after coming off the pill and it has been whacked out but we will get to that I don't want to come back to that that's happened to me too yeah so first phase of the menstrual cycle there's four phases first phase is the our period when we bleed our hormones are low we have the lowest amount of energy the next phase is called the follicular phase this is when estrogen is rising and when our energy is rising as well Then the next phase, the shortest phase, it's called our ovulatory phase. This is when three, sorry, two, it's when our hormones are at their highest. Let's just say that. This is when we have the most energy. It's kind of like in the circadian rhythm when we have the middle of the day and the sun is shining. It's that energy. It's like full, full moon energy. Um, we will have the most energy because our hormones are at their highest. And this is when we ovulate, which, by the way, is the main event of our cycle. Mm. It's not something that we can see, like our period, um, but without ovulation, things go haywire. So that's how we go into our next phase. It's the longest phase of the menstrual cycle. It's called our luteal phase. And if we haven't ovulated and if we're not supporting our bodies, This is where things go wrong. This is the PMS zone. This is when one of our hormones called progesterone should be at its highest. But when things are going wrong, usually it's estrogen that's higher than progesterone. And this is when we feel bloated and we get acne and we get moody and irritable and angry and all the bad things happen in the PMS zone. So that's the four phases of the cycle. And if we haven't rested in that first phase, the menstrual phase, it's probably going to continue through to that PMS zone and that's when you can start to feel really disconnected from yourself. That's when your inner critic can be really, really loud. Yeah, and it's interesting breaking it up into the different phases and I remember it being explained to me as summer, autumn, winter, spring and it was a beautiful way to put it because it was kind of like, okay, well, if you think about your inner winter, in winter what do you want to do? You probably just want to rest, downtime, curl under a blanket, eat more chocolate, like, you know, just really tone it down. Whereas if you're thinking of like summer, that's when you're like more vibrant. And I imagine ovulation would be summer. Summer, 100%. You've got it. Yes. Yeah. So I thought that that was a really beautiful way to put it. So what would be, if we were to match it to the um, seasons, Mm -hmm. what would they be? Yeah. So the first phase, uh, our menstrual phase, when we bleed, that's winter. So that is going inward our energy literally goes inward um so we can say like high energy and low energy throughout the the whole month Mm. Um, i like to talk about inward and outward energy because when your hormones are balanced you actually won't feel like you have low energy you'll just feel that your energy is inward so Mm. winter is your period Then you move into spring when your estrogen rises your follicular phase when you kind of like If you close your eyes now, you can feel that sweet smell of spring in the air. You can hear the birds singing. The flowers are coming out. It's like possibility for a new year, right? Coming back to life a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Pouring out. Yeah. And then you move into summer, which is your ovulatory phase, which is when you have the most energy. And then when that fades away, we move into autumn. This can be a time... If our hormones are balanced, it can be the most amazing time because you can think of autumn like the harvest festivals um, in autumn and preparing for your winter is really something that 
you can start to lean into. This is when your energy turns from outward energy at ovulation at summer to inward energy um, for autumn and preparing yourself for your winter phase. Yeah. So I imagine that autumn would be a lot more reflective. It's almost like a bit of life admin and preparation and things like that. Absolutely. If you've been putting things off on your to-do list, this is the perfect time to get stuff done. Yeah. And I absolutely love that because like I said, it was genuinely like a veil had been lifted when it was explained to me like that. Like I said, I've been so disconnected from my cycles not really something that was ever explained to me. It was just, like I said, you get your period and you chuck a paddle tampon in and whatever. So one thing, and I was, I was speaking to you about this before we hit record. One thing I love to talk about with my clients is how you can kind of capitalize on the energy. And when you know where you're at in your cycle, you can just be a lot more bloody kinder to yourself because you might be pushing and resisting when actually your body's just calling you to rest when you're actually telling yourself, oh my God, I've got to do all these things and be busy and creative. So what are some tips for starting to actually like work with your cycles, capitalize on that energy, or even like for people who are wanting to start to actually track their cycles? Mm-hmm. Love that. So tracking your cycle in general is going to be the number one thing that's going to help you understand what's going on. So whether that's in an app or in an old school diary, pen and paper, I would suggest that you, for at least three months, write down your energy levels every day, high, medium or low. And I would also write down kind of the emotional vibe of the day. What happened? What's going on? Um, Were you excited to do something? Were you happy? Did you get out and do things? Or were you feeling like you didn't want to go to that party, like you didn't want to do things? When you track this for three months and then you go back and you'll start to see patterns emerge, depending on how well balanced your hormones are, If your hormones are really well balanced, you would be seeing winter phase, your energy would be low or inward. And then you'll start to see yourself saying medium energy and then high energy in summer. And then you'll start to see it go medium and low again. It's a repeating pattern that happens month after month after month. And because we were never taught this, it's kind of, it's been too far away for us to be able to see. Mm -hmm. So that's why actually tracking your cycle um, either in an app or on a pen with pen and paper in your diary is really, um, really helpful. Hmm. And you mentioned before around, um, like potentially being in sync with the moon, uh, which I remember I was for a little bit and I, it was never brought to my attention until there was a workshop I was in and I was like, holy shit, I'm in sync with the moon. So talk to us a little bit about how that's possible. Right. So when we are relaxed, not stressed about too many things, stress is a huge part of period problems. Mm. When we're not so stressed, when we're feeling good about our lives and we are eating food that helps our hormones be built up and we're eating food that helps our body get used hormones out um, and if you're spending some time in nature, actually getting moonlight onto your skin, you're going to be able to sync your cycle to the moon. So I have personally done this and there are a couple of things that happened in my life that put me out of sync with my cycle and I'm still just trying to come back into sync with the moon now. Um, And 
it's not, I want to say, like, life happens, right? Mm -hmm. We can't control everything in life. The things that threw me out of sync with the moon are things that I could not have controlled and things that I didn't want to happen. Um, so it doesn't have, it doesn't mean you're more spiritual or less spiritual if you're in sync with the moon or not. It's just something that can help you connect to the earth, to yourself, to your intuition. Um, if you start to even just noticing the moon phases and starting to understand where you are, all of these things are going to help you start to sync your life up to the moon. And and then on top of that, of course, supporting your hormones in a physical human way as well is going to help. Absolutely. And when you talk about that inward energy, like as we know, or as some of you may know, the feminine energy is us allowing ourselves to be inward and reflective and intuitive and in tune and, you know, give ourselves space and time to rest and recharge all of those things. But you mentioned before, you know, often there's that fast pace, like, you know, masculine energy of just go, 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 hustle, grind. And that is when I notice like a lot of my clients so out of sync with where they're at, how they feel, because it's just this go, 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 push through energy. And you mentioned there's that phase where the inner critic might be the loudest as well. And it's really important to to have that awareness. Otherwise we're really pushing against ourselves when we, we can be working with the energy. So I love how you put that. Yeah. And our inner critic, she, she's not bad. She is actually here to help us. She is telling us the truth of what's going on in our lives. And usually when we're pushing through and we keep going, it's actually really easy when we have outward energy, masculine energy in our spring and in our summer, it's really easy for us to fall into these masculine patterns because our body's like yeah I am outward let's go let's let's do the meeting let's do the thing I'm ready let's party let's go um and that's what our culture wants us to be right and then after ovulation when our energy goes inward we can feel like like we haven't taken enough time to to do the things that we want to do and it can be really hard for us to go inward because we've been socialized out of it for one mm-hmm. um so I'm here right now right like I'm on day two of my cycle and you'll notice me like not my words are not coming out as easily as they would be if I was on day 14 of my cycle mm. and it's so hard to be okay with that yeah yeah and to also at the same time like talk myself down from doing all the things today and getting back to all the people and you know doing all the things on social media like I I teach this I've been doing this for years and yet I still have to coach myself and remind myself that my energy is inward it's time to rest and reflect and listen to my intuition Mm. And I hear a lot of business owners talking about, um, or even people who aren't business owners, but kind of planning their life around their cycles. So like, you know, if there's a certain meeting or like, you know, a launch of a program or something like that, which requires a lot more sharpness or, you know, whatever it is that that's requiring. Okay. Well, if I'm mindful that my, you know, I'm going to be bleeding 
on these days, well, let's avoid launching it on the day that I need to be inwards and I need to be resting. So it's such a beautiful awareness to have. And we start to just not beat ourselves up for the shit that's just so natural. Right. And and it it feels so much easier when you are living in sync with your cycle. So you can sync your social life, your work life, your sex life. Mm your food, you can sync your exercise, everything to your cycle. Um, And when you do, yeah, everything feels so much easier. And and that's how it's supposed to be. Uh, But because we were never taught this and we have to figure it out for ourselves, it it can seem hard and daunting and overwhelming, but, and you will, like me, probably still need to talk yourself off a cliff when you're like, look, (laughs) get out of bed, need to do things. But um. So it's a continual, it's a constant reminder, um, which is why it's so beautiful. It's a constant reminder. Your period is your report card. Every month it's going to come back and every month it's going to tell you what's been going on in your life and how, how you are, how well you're aligned to your own authenticity. Mm. And your inner critic is going to tell you what's going on every Mm. month. It's so, so interesting. And I love how you say it's like a report card because it's just not, it's not just as surface level as I know what day I'm on. It's like there's so much information that you can tap into from knowing where you're at in your cycle. So it's awesome. And thank you so much for going through that. And before we wrap it up, what I want to go through back to the um, the pill. So not long ago, when was it? Probably the end of last year, I put a thing on my stories out to the ladies and I said, I've decided I'm going to come off the pill. I've been on it since I was probably about like 15 years old or 16, long time. Um, you know, give me some of your like stories and experiences and tips and all of that. And it was insanely overwhelming how many people were just like, you are actually going to just feel yourself again. And it's been, that would have been December. So it's been a couple of months and I'm still finding my body regulating, doing its thing. I was nine nine days late last week and I was absolutely spiraling and freaking out, of course. Um, But talk to us a little bit about, for anyone who's listening, who is wanting to either come off the pill or they're thinking of coming off the pill what are some tips for kind of nurturing that, looking after yourself in that process and kind of, yeah, looking after yourself? Because it, it can be a bit of a transition. And I had a lot of people saying, you know, my skin was out of whack and like my moods were absolutely hectic for a bit. Um, so what's your take on that? So, so much. Um, so so the pill, any other, any form of hormonal birth control has basically put your body into a state of thinking that you're in menopause or pregnant. It's just, it's been confused. And for those of you who have been on hormonal birth control since you were really young in your teens, your body didn't have the opportunity to figure out how hormones go from your ovaries to your brain and then from your brain back down to your ovaries. So you've got to give it some time to figure this out. Now, on top of that, so many people go on the pill, not for birth control, but for symptom management. And so thinking about symptoms you had before you went on the pill, these symptoms could be bigger, worse, different when you come off the pill. So I would suggest supporting your body for at least three months before you come off the pill. Um, And that's so that that transition can be a little bit smoother. For me, when I came off the implanon, which is the little rod in your arm, I felt like the world came back into colour. And I 
I did this cold turkey. I, I didn't support my body. I didn't know what was going on. And I had about at least a year of feeling still a little bit not right. Um, and my periods had changed so much. They went down to two days instead of there were five before I went on it. Um, so hormonal birth control is really powerful um, and coming off it is no joke. So I would suggest that you give yourself time and space to figure out what to let your body do what it needs to do, to know that it will come back into a balance, that it wants to work and it wants your hormones to be working really well. It wants you to feel good, um, but it can take some time. Um, and specifically for you and for everybody listening, I, when you come off the pill, if you've been using it for birth control purposes, um, it can be really daunting and scary. And so the reason that our cycles are longer or shorter mainly has to do with stress and stress that happens in the first half of your cycle before ovulation. So I know for so many people, um, and I was one of them, um, would freak out about being pregnant. And that was one of the things that kept us on hormonal birth control for so long. Mm -hmm. um, and so getting to know your body, getting to understand it and building trust back does take time. So even just knowing a few things like stress in the first half of my cycle is going to make my whole cycle longer can be so valuable um, for you to not think that you're going crazy and for you to give yourself grace when when that first couple PMS symptoms start popping up that you maybe haven't felt in years give yourself grace give yourself time and if you can support your body with good nutrition and movement and sleep hydration and all the things that I talk about yeah yeah thank you so much for that and I know a lot of people listening are going to really really appreciate that because again it's something that often we don't talk about or not many people normalize or not people not many people feel connected to and I am guilty of that like it's something I'm only just starting to fully understand and connect with and there is just so much clarity that comes with it and yeah, working with the energy instead of against it. There's just so much power in it. So thank you so much. You are just an absolute wealth of knowledge. You are incredible. Tell us how we can find you and work with you. Absolutely. So I'm on Instagram. You can find me at Infradian Life, like the rhythm. It's I-N-F-R-A-D-I-A-N Life. Um, I'm also on TikTok and I have a membership that you can join at any time. You can come work with me, whether you are wanting to transition off hormonal birth control, if you've just come off, if you want to regulate your periods, if you want to get your period back, if you want to stop your period pain, if you want to get rid of your PMS symptoms, all of these things will be covered inside the membership. Um, and yeah, it's open and available now. Get on it, guys. I feel like there is so much power in connecting with this part of, I was going to say your life, but it is a huge part of your life and just being a woman. And it doesn't have to be shameful. It doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be painful, which is, I know, a really big thing that you feel quite passionate about. So jump on it. Thank you so much, Gemma. And we will speak soon. 
Hey Angel, not so fast. Before you leave, I just wanted to let you know that the new era of you is waiting, but she is depending on you to show up for yourself and to break some cycles and patterns. I know that you're ready to put the relentless cycle of burnout, stagnancy and disconnection to bed and finally step into a version of yourself that truly embodies a more calm, confident, balanced and passionate state of being. I'm mindful, however, that often we simply don't know where to start or how to change and shake shit up and break the cycles and patterns. This is exactly why you need to get inside the TuneIn project. This is a four-week group program and it's designed specifically for the women who find themselves in these regular cycles of feeling lost, a bit stuck, disconnected from their true spark. I have mindfully created this container to help you address the thoughts, patterns, triggers, and attachments that are actually keeping you stuck in a rut. You're also going to be harnessing powerful mindset, holistic wellness tools and practices that will actually help you tune back into yourself and get you back to feeling your funky, fab best self again. Over the course of this four weeks, we will be covering some juicy, juicy topics. We are going to be covering mindset and energetic blocks and patterns keeping you stuck, practicing the art of non-attachment, shadow work, the mind-body connection, somatic awareness, and how to release anxiety, tension, and stagnation from the body. You are going to learn mindfulness and grounding techniques to stay centered and balanced, and how to nurture and reparent the little you in order to gain clarity and embodiment for the ultimate you that you are wanting to step into. By the end of these four weeks, honestly, be ready to feel like the most rejuvenated, balanced and ignited version of yourself. It is so fucking juicy. I can already feel the energy. Can't wait to see you there.